Howdy everyone, I'm Joshua Schultz, Tyler Waldrop, Stealth Art. We're here at Treadwell Coffee, and make sure you tune in to Good Morning Aurora. Rise and shine, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is now 6.46 a.m. You are listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday the 14th, twenty. 21 june 14th that is just to let you know we are halfway through the year how about that halfway through 2021 who knew we'd make it this far it's been a long time started during COVID, and here we are all right uh as you know we go live at eight o'clock a.m so get ready for that tune in on youtube and facebook and get ready for the show pour your coffee up and uh join us couple news items before we get into this great episode and interview. Many of our friends and community partners are coming together for a great day full of positive fun, resources, information, great weather, all for the public to enjoy and take part in. On Wednesday the 16th, our friends of the Fox Valley Park District, Aurora Public Library, Family Focus, Fox Valley United Way, and Spark will be hosting an outdoor community event. This will be held at Casa Santa Maria at 314 East Downer Place from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. To RSVP, you can email Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A dot Campos, C-A-M-P-O-S at Family Focus dash dot, excuse me, Family dash Focus dot org. Or call 331-256-5980. This is a great way to support our community. And we appreciate all of these organizations for their effort. Also, don't forget King County Triad and several of our other friends and community partners are coming together for the annual Triad Picnic for Seniors. How cool is that? That'll be taking place uh, August 10th, which is a Tuesday from 1130 a.m. to 130 p.m. at Phillips Park Pavilion, 1000 Ray Moses Drive. The cost is a whopping $3. Seniors can register online or in person at any Fox Valley Community Center by August 1st. To register online, use code 112-007-01. You can also register by phone with Senior Services Associates Incorporated by calling 630-897-4035. The number again is 630-897-4035. Shouts out to the Fox Valley Park District, Aurora Township, and many, many others. And last but not least, Thursday, June 24th, the YWCA Girls Education Conference will be taking place from 8.30 a.m. to 10 a.m., and it'll be an online event. It's co-hosted by the ACFE Group. The theme will be Evolving Learning Experiences in a COVID World. There's a helpful and suggested donation of $25. The YWCA has a simple mission, eliminating racism and empowering women. All right, so that is the news for you guys. Get ready to check out this great episode and interview, and we will see you guys back here tomorrow morning. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, and become a patron on our Patreon page today. And that is the news.
Good morning, everyone. We are here on Good Morning Aurora, and we have a very good show today. We have our Aurora Rotary Sunrise Club members, Sue DeBolt, Mr. Judd Lofshe, Mr. Lewis Johnson, and we have our Diversity and Inclusion Scholarship winners, Stephanie Perez, and we also have Carson Vest, and we also have Carla Pintor. Good morning. Good morning to you all. All right, all right. So before we get started uh, in, in our discussion, let's talk about the Rotary Club. Judd? So Rotary is one of the largest service clubs in the nation, and uh, the world, actually. There's 1.2 million Rotarians and 35,000 clubs uh, all over the world, like in 200 countries. It was started uh, by a lawyer 115 years ago in Chicago, and it's grown amazingly. And if you have a passion for Rotary, um, 35 years ago, Rotary as an organization decided they were going to try and end polio. So clubs from all over the world have immunized children. Three billion children have immunized. And we spent $2.1 billion, and Bill Gates has given us hundreds of millions in matching grants. And we're down to two countries. So Rotary is really awesome. And whatever your passion is, building water wells, diversity inclusion, when there's catastrophes, we send shelter boxes all over the world to help people. It's really about service and about networking. So it's an awesome club. There's two clubs in Aurora. One meets at noon ours, at the Roundhouse. Ours meets uh, at Mother's at 7 a.m. on Wednesday mornings. And um, just thrilled to be part of it. Awesome. And we have the president of the Diversity and Inclusion Rotary Club, Mr. Lewis Johnson. And the president of our club. Oh, that's right. Soon to be. Soon to be president. <laughs> Two more weeks more. That is right. Uh, Mr. Johnson, introduce yourself. Yes. Tell us about you. Yes, good morning. I'm Lewis Johnson. I am currently the chairperson of our Diversity and Inclusion Committee, uh, which is a newly formed committee. This actually is our first year. And uh, staying in line with our, the mission of our club to uh, support the youth of our community, we decided to establish a scholarship. Uh, awarded to the senior class of School District 129 and 131. And we went through a four-month process uh, of meeting and deciding uh, three of our best uh, scholars here in the rural area. And we got an opportunity to meet these girls, and they are so wonderful, and we're so proud of them as a club. Uh, and we want them to continue their path toward their educational excellence. And uh, this is just a part of what our club does. Uh, we do many other things as well, but this is one of our achievements that I'm most proud of. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, so now we're going to get to know our scholarship recipients. So we'll start uh, with yourself, Carla. Hi, um, I'm Carla Pintor. Um, I'm a senior at East Aurora High School. And I first heard about this club through one of my counselors. He said that I'd be a good candidate for it. And I honestly didn't think I was going to win the scholarship. Um, but then I got a call and saying that I did win the scholarship. And I was just so honored and so grateful. I got to meet many different people of different ages. And they were all very helpful in giving me recommendations and just like preparing me for the future. So I'm really grateful to be receiving the scholarship. Wonderful, wonderful. Carson Vest, hello. Hi, I'm 
I'm Carson Best. I'm from Westboro High School. I'll be attending University of Southern California next year. Um, and as well, I'm super grateful for this scholarship. Uh, my counselor did recommend it to me as well. And uh, I just went for it. I hoped for the best. And then when I got that call, I was super excited. Um, I've met uh, many wonderful people through this experience. And I'm just really happy to be here. Wonderful, wonderful. And last but certainly not least, we have Stephanie Perez. Hello. Hi, my name is Stephanie Perez, and I am uh, from Isabel High School. I, like the girls, was also informed by my counselor. He, he thought that I was a good candidate, and I applied for it, and I actually wasn't expecting a call, but I received the call on my birthday. <laughs> yeah, so I was, I was laying down, and then I got the call, and I was super excited. I couldn't believe it, and like, um, I'm so thankful for this opportunity. Very cool, very cool. And I read those essays, too. They were good. They were good. All right. Now, we also have Sue DeBolt. Hello. Good morning to you. Good morning. All right. Now, Sue, let us know uh, what you have to tell us. Um, our club is part of District 6450 uh, in the Rotary world, and I am also the outbound coordinator for Youth Exchange. And to put it shortly, I'm the one who trains high school students to go out and spend a year in another country they, where they will go to high school, learn a new culture, learn a new language, uh, spend their year with uh, between two to three host families. Okay. Uh, we have had a two-year hiatus because of COVID, and we're looking to, this fall, start interviewing interested candidates. Uh, who would want to leave next August. Uh, you need to be between 15 and a half and 18 by August 1st of 2022 to be eligible. Uh, so if you're interested, uh, at the end I will give you my email so that you can contact me to find out dates and any additional information or questions that you would like answered, if you are. Um, the other big thing is to make this program successful, we need to have host families. So if you don't have a student that's interested in going but would love to host a student and change a student's life um, forever, uh, we would ask that you also contact us regarding that. It's a three to four month commitment, unless you want to do it longer, but you would host a student, a high school student from another country that we're bringing in and hosting uh, in your home where you would also learn about a new culture, different types of food, maybe even learn a few words in another language. Um, so if, if any of that sounds interesting to you, um, allowing your child to maybe see the world and become a global citizen and maybe in turn change the world as they get older, um, it's a phenomenal program. Um, it's basically a, a type of a scholarship program where because we are Rotarians, all, all of us are volunteers. We're not paid to do any of this, it's all volunteer. And so the only thing that you pretty much pay for is like your traveling expenses and um, just the district, just the fee that the district and Rotary International charges to run the program. But it's a phenomenal program and if you are interested in either having your student go on exchange or in potentially hosting a student, please uh, contact me. My email is sedebolt63 at gmail.com. 
You can also find my information on District 6450 website or the Aurora Sunrise Club website. Diversity and inclusion means to me where everyone can come together and work as a team to accomplish their success and um, accomplish anything they want to do later in life. It's where they come together and they, they push themselves and others to, um, to accomplish their dreams. And like I said in my essay, there's no diversity without inclusion and inclusion without diversity. All right. Carson, same question to you. What does diversity and inclusion mean to you? Uh, well, what I talked about in my essay was that I've grown up with a special needs aunt. Um, she is still fully functioning, but she has a third grader's level of education. I also have a deaf four-year-old cousin that I live with. Um, so being raised in a household with these uh, different interesting characteristics, it, it makes you um, more susceptible and understanding for people um, of that degree. Um, and so diversity and inclusion really shows me that everyone has their unique traits, um, they have their unique characteristics, and they're all special in their own ways. The amount of lessons that I've been taught from these people are going to carry me throughout my whole life. Um, and it also has carried me into more volunteering experiences because I wanted to help more because I, I saw an opportunity and I just wanted to put myself out there and see um, how I could help others in the same way. Um, and another light, I think that we all have our uh, strengths and our weaknesses, and I think that as a community, if we come together and we all can uh, build off of one another, that's uh, where true community lies. All right. And Carla, what is diversity and inclusion to you? Diversity and inclusion to me means just people of different you know, races, religions, coming together and being able to share same experiences. Um, like how I said in my essay, I've been raised in a Latino household. The schools I've gone to are mainly Latino, so I haven't really had a different experience. I haven't really had an experience with people from different cultures. So to me, being able to like join a club like Rotary means being able to become more open to diversity and like different people and even just like meeting a person like once changed my my life you know because now I can um, relate to what they're going through and see that we're not so different and we're all at the end of the day we're all human we're all the same so. that's right all right now I think it would be also beneficial for our club president to let us know what he feels diversity and inclusion is sir yeah well that's something that actually I'm trying to strive for, not only in the community, but in our club as well. Uh, we like to see a, a mixture of uh, cultures, backgrounds, age groups, um, and like the girl said, come together. Uh, there should not be one separate from the other. We want to make sure that we have a melting pot of everyone representing our community, representing our district, and of course representing our club. Uh, my vision for the club is just to be the most diverse club in our district. Uh, and not in terms of numbers, but in terms of working together, uh, in terms of putting aside uh, color, putting aside um, backgrounds, uh, putting aside the income, 
uh, just actually being one, one club. So, of course, uh, inclusion means everyone. Uh, we have recently, I think we brought on board three or four women in our club recently, and that's one of the things that I was going to try to strive for, to bring more women into the club as well. So that's part of the inclusion part that I'd like to take place within the club going forward. And, um, you know, I see us moving in that direction, and uh, I think it's a really good thing. So now that I've graduated, I plan to attend Obanzi Community College. Um, I want to get my basic classes done, and then from there on, I plan to go to university and finish the rest of my college career. Um, right now, I'm looking into DePaul University as my number one choice, and there I plan to major in political science. Um, my, I really. I chose that major, especially after the past four years, um, what this country has gone through in terms of politics, and it just really inspired me to want to, you know, be the one to make change happen, so that's why I plan to study political science. All right, great. All right, Carson, same question. Now that you graduated, what are your plans? Uh, next year I will be attending the University of Southern California. Uh, I'm going to be pursuing this progressive degree where I can get my uh, master's in finance as well as my undergraduate degree in four years. I will be pursuing uh, finance and accounting. And uh, the reason I chose this path is because I really want to make uh, create a business in order to um, make an affordable and accessible education system on an online platform. Uh, I feel like students these days have so much access to technology, and I think we can really uh, better our community with an online platform that everyone can uh, join in onto. So. Wonderful. That's great. All right. Stephanie, same question. What are your plans? I will be attending Aurora University, um, where I will be majoring in elementary education and with a minor in Spanish. And the reason why I chose um, elementary education is because I have always, since I was in elementary, I have always wanted to, be, uh, wanted to become a teacher. I would always spend um, after school, my recess, I would give it up just so I could help them and get the plants ready. And especially now that I have a sister, I decided to go into elementary because I love to see them grow. It's fascinating how um, like they grow in, in a week, even a day. So that's the reason why I chose. So our club meets the Aurora Sunrise Club at Mother's Restaurant on West Galena, um, on the west side of Aurora, close to Orchard, every Wednesday at 7 a.m. And it's open to the public. We have a lot of fun. We have about 35 members, and we meet for one hour. We also are on Zoom now because of COVID, so we're doing a hybrid. We're doing both. So you can just come check us out in person for free or, or online. If you go to the Aurora Sunrise Rotary Facebook page, and we have a website too, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, you can check us out and you'll see uh, we have a different speaker each week. And then we have uh, happy dollars and jokes and um, we do networking at the beginning for a while. We just really have a lot of fun, but we also do good work. We have a lot of projects. We normally have a wine and chocolate party um, and raise a lot of money and give a lot of money away to local charities and some international. And let's see. What else do we do? Food oh yeah, every other Monday we volunteer at the Marie Wilkinson Food Pantry and we pack food for, uh, for them in boxes so they can give it out. 
Um, like Sue said, we're big and international. We've sent 50 kids, maybe? How many kids? Our, our club alone has, has sent out more than 50, and we've hosted a more than 30. And Just our club alone. It's so fun. We have an inbound student. We've had them from all over the world. Right? From Belgium, Slovakia, Thailand, Taiwan. Oh, gosh. Um, Finland. Finland, yep. Um, we had an Australian. I mean, you name the country, we pro we probably had a student from there. And it's an amazing experience to learn from these kids and to see them uh, look at the American culture and compare it to what they were expecting to see because they expect to see what's in the movies. Sure. Like they expect high school to be like high school musical. <laughs> and their What if it was, they, right? <laughs> <laughs> one of their biggest thrills is being able to ride a yellow school bus. That's, I mean, they don't do that in Europe or, yeah. you know. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And so the first time that they get to go to school and ride a bus, it's the thrill of a lifetime. They're taking selfies, and, and, and it's a lot of fun to see their growth in just the 10 to 11 months that they're here in this country, not just with their language and learning culture, but to see them grow and develop their personal skills to make them a global citizen and an ambassador for the world. And I have such great hope when I see these kids. We, we keep in touch with them. We had a student from Venezuela and Taiwan last year, and we're still in touch with them. And then at the presentation for the scholarships, um, we had a student from Slovakia. Slovakia, and he started his own company. He's got 35 employees about 10 years ago. He's written three books. Written three books, and he <laughs> decided he'd give a scholarship next year. So it's really, Rotary is really cool, and it's all over the world. And when you travel, you can just show up at a club. You go to rotary.org, and you show up, and you exchange flags. And it's great for business, and it's great for, for meeting people and having fun. And um, as a foreign politician, Rotary supports each other. It's like a family, so it's really pretty neat. You've taken a woman from Venezuela who's staying here now, who's going to school and helping her pass the uh, exchange program. So. Yes. It's a great club. And it, it's not only like a family, but it, it's also, and I'm speaking specifically for our club, it's, it's a collection of community leaders. Uh, we have a lot of resources within our club, and we use those resources actually to initiate things like this. So, you know, when you talk about inclusion, I immediately think Rhodey. I immediately think the Royal Sunrise, because that's what we do. Uh, we include everyone within our club. And like Joe said, it's very high energy. We're laughing all the time, telling jokes. Everyone gets along. I mean, it, it's a good time to devote an hour of your week to community service. We might be a small club, but we're yeah. a very mighty yeah, club. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're interested in supporting our club, uh, Judd mentioned our wine and chocolate event. We're, uh, within the next month, we're going to be starting to plan that as well. Uh, so watch our website. It should be the first Friday in February, or the first Saturday in February. So uh, watch our uh, website for details on how you can purchase a ticket and come and maybe win a raffle and just, you know, come and meet us and we can show you and talk to you about more about what we do as a club, our achievements. What I like about Aurora is opportunity. 
not just opportunity to volunteer and um, make a difference, but opportunities to uh, from the River's Edge Music Park to the casino to um, our Phillips Park. Um, I just like that there is. It's a it's a large town with a hometown feel. I guess is what it is what it comes down to, that you can feel comfortable being here. I love Aurora. I love the diversity. I love that it's a second largest city in Illinois, but it's also kind of a small town feel where we and Rotary and um, just you can make a lot of friends and we have a lot of fun stuff to do. We have first Fridays downtown Aurora the first of every month and we go out and go from place to place and look at art. We have the Paramount that has a Broadway series and we have two other theaters. We have uh, uh, late, uh, what do you call it, Fox River and uh, it's really neat and I speak French. I picked in high school French instead of Spanish. I would have, wish I would have spoken Spanish but, uh, <laughs> but I can learn it here. I can go to, there's Mexican grocery stores that I can go to and just listen and read the titles of cool stuff and uh, restaurants and it's just it's really an interesting place and, and, and people are very nice. What I like about Aurora is uh, for being a large city it's warm, it's welcoming. Uh, I've been in this area for a very long time now and I've, I've made many, many connections, many, many friends. Uh, downtown Aurora is really great. Uh, it's not large but it, it, it's large enough that you can go and enjoy yourself a nice walk on a Friday afternoon, uh, and then stores, uh, shopping areas, uh, schools, and just a lot of things about Aurora that I would recommend to someone else that's interested in moving into the Western suburbs. What I love about Aurora is just how modern it is. Um, I remember growing up, I was, to be honest, I was a bit scared to go downtown. It looked very historic and like old to me, but then now, in the recent years, the, the upkeep with our parks or like the recent building of the bridge at River Edge Park it's just it's keeping up with the times the Aurora Public Library has been become modernized in at our school East Aurora they built a whole new modern stadium so I like how Aurora keeps in with the times and so now like they've said it's even though it feels like a modern city there is still very much like a small town feel, which I really like. Cool. Uh, my favorite part about Aurora is just the community aspect. Um, and through my uh, high school career and even middle school, um, everybody knows somebody. You're, you're going to find somebody at the grocery store or just walking downtown or walking their dog. They're going to have somebody and they're always willing to help. Um, I notice uh, a lot of times in school, they would always be reaching out to the other schools in the community like, hey, would you like to get some students for this volunteer experience? Or do you need any extra uh, money to help kids with uh, food? Or let's go to the food pantry. And I really enjoyed that community aspect for being such a large city. I think that uh, the diversity within our community is amazing. What I love from Aurora is the commitment and dedication every person has. Um, not everything is given to us easily, so we have to work hard and get whatever we want from whatever we need. And um, although it's a, it's not a small town, it's a really it's a really nice city. Um, 
there's a lot of things to do with your family if it's your first time coming around. And it's just a great aspect, like they said. It, they, they keep up with the, with the modern life and such a nice place to come. So please come visit us. Mm -hmm. <laughs>